Welcome to Reading for Attention, the weekly podcast where me, Paul, and me busy mate Sarah chat about a recent book whilst drinking a carefully selected beverage. Now, why have we committed to reading a book every single week and talking about it in a public forum? Well, the same reason me and Sarah do anything in life for attention. Welcome everyone to our special bonus app because we we want to make sure that we put something out every week because I know that if if there was a missing week can you imagine the absolute the uproar oh it would there'd be protest anti-vax protest times 10 is mutiny the right word to use there yeah I think of mutiny as something to do with ships oh well you know what ships would be sunk yeah, no, I think you're right, but is it in like a sailor context? Let me just googie loogie. A mutiny is a rebellion against authority, like when sailor, sailors overthrow the captain of a ship. So again, we're both fucking we're both right, you know. <laughs> Love it. Together, um, we're a genius. Yeah, exactly. So it's New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, <laughs> goodbye 2021. Party. What a stupid year it's been. Yeah, it, 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 shady year. Do, 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 do. Oh, have you got a drink? I've got mulled wine. <laughs> It's almost as if we're recording this directly after the Christmas episode. <laughs> I was going to say, can you imagine if I'd done an outfit change? <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking now? Have you got a new drink? Just a little, how cute's this little glass? I love those glasses. It's, um, you know, I'm drinking this Dino Pino, you know, from Tesco. Oh, yeah. Can I go wrong with Dino Pino? It's four fifty on club card price at the minute. Jeez, I need um, to get a club card, man. Uh, it's, this, it's just so brilliant. Um, but I know I've said that I'm drinking Pino for the first ep of next year, and I am. You are. Can you hear my stomach? No. Okay, that's good. That's Can good you hear know. my washing machine? No. Proper loud. It's that bit at the end where it looks it like it's going to explode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so new year, tomorrow, new year, new us, buzzing. Can't wait. So what we thought we'd do is we're not going to talk about books. Well, actually, we are going to talk a little bit about books because one of my yeah. questions is about books. But what, I'm just going to ask us some quizzies about 2021 um, just to get a sense of the shit show of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just basically like your favorite things about the year, memorable moments. So, first question is, what was your TV show of the year? And can I just say, it doesn't have to be from this year. It's just that you must. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because because that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, because otherwise I'm pretty screwed. Because yeah. Yes. Um. So, and yeah. also the last few years have just they've just rammed straight into each other. It's been like a pile up on a motorway. Well, yeah. Well, I was thinking um because one of them is uh. Spoiler alert, celebrity moment of the year. And I had to Google the Kim Kardashian and Chloe, uh, Kim and Courtney fight. Thinking, oh, was that this year? 90. No, it was early 2020, but still. But then obviously because, oh wait, no, they're a family. So anyway. And they've not been abiding by the rules. God, no, remember when they went to that private island? Yeah. Okay, so I've decided that I'm going to list my fave ones. Right. And then you have to decide which one, like you pick which one you think my fave one was. Oh, okay. So, It's a Sin. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. This Way Up. Bridgerton, yeah. White Lotus, or Sex Education season three, three or four, whichever does the season this year. Well, I'm absolutely shooketh that Squid Game's not in there because you wouldn't stop banging on about that. Yeah, but then um, everyone else, everyone else was I know. It, yeah, so. sorry. Yeah, rookie, rookie error. Of course, you don't like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's hard. I'm going to guess this way. <gasps> You're bloody right. Yeah. 
yeah. I haven't watched it, but I've I noticed that you followed her on our reading for attention because now I see her all the time. She was in London um doing a charity collection for the Trussell Trust. It was like, come and I see me at King's Cross. In London. Yeah, but like um as in it was like, I'm here, come and see me and give me some mm. money. And I thought, ah, oh, if only you lived here, then we could have gone and seen her. I haven't watched it. She was also on the Kelly Clarkson show the other day, so she's obviously making it big. I think her and her sister's dynamic really reminds me of mine and my cousin's dynamic. Eleanor. But I won't say who's who. Yeah. Because me and Eleanor once shared a bedroom for four months. Um, to save well. rent. Uh, I say once it was two years ago it was just before the pandemic um, and I mean that's just the kind of chaos of our lives a bed, and, and yeah. similarly to Ashley and being Sharon Horgan in um, right I'll definitely up. definitely watch that so what's yours then well I have I've, I've got a few to mention as well okay. um, I discovered Kath and Kim this year and that's why I'm saying it doesn't have to be this year because it's 20 years old it Keith is Kim? absolutely hilarious. I can't did you believe how funny it is. Because of UK Drag Race when Taste did his... No, no, I didn't even watch it that because that was like last year, wasn't it? I'd, uh, yeah. um, Anthony just went, have you seen Kath and Kim before? And I'm, I remember there was a girl at school who loved it. She must have uh-huh. been ahead of her time, humour-wise. Ah, well, yeah, and she used to quote it all the time and she would always be like, are you all right, Kimmy? Um, <laughs> and I think I watched it. It used to be on like Living TV, I think. And I, I caught like an episode and I just didn't get it because I was like 12. Yeah. Um, and honestly, even the opening credits, every single time, Nick has pissed myself. Like, you know <laughs> how you can skip the intro these days? I never skip it when I'm watching Kath and Kim because it's so funny. It's brilliant and as a as a game I bet I bet all the fans are queer uh mm-hmm. so I feel a bit guilty that I haven't discovered it but it's, I mean it's brilliant because I've got I haven't even, and I'm I'm rationing it I haven't watched I haven't binged it really yeah yeah, yeah. I've got I like a couple better. of series uh left but that's brilliant so there's that mm-hmm. charity shop zoo which again yeah. as as a gay I feel bad I didn't know about and again it's not from this year Vicky McClure is a producer on it I think it's a YouTube series Charity Shop Zoo is just one of my idols she's hilarious recommend that they're like six minute episodes or something stunning Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has been sensational this year we've had the addition of Kathy Hilton um, and obviously I say obviously like anyone watches it Erica Jane who is married to the lawyer on mm-hmm. Aaron Brockovich like the mm-hmm. real guy who got mental, that massive mental 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 yeah so he has been indicted for huge fraud and like stealing stealing the money of victims of plane crashes and all this stuff and Eric has not been charged with anything but the whole season is just about what she knew and what she didn't know. And now he's claiming um, he's got dementia. And oh, it was just the juice was insane. He's claiming he's got dementia. Yeah, yes, that's the defense. And it, and it, you know, stranger things have happened, hasn't it? Like you well, might yeah. get off. Uh, but that's been brilliant. Uh, but I think my TV show of the year was actually Feel Good. Oh, yeah, with May Martin. May Martin. I absolutely love that. Series one. I, I how many series are there? Two. Series yeah. one, I prefer, to be honest. But just. I didn't finish series two, I'm afraid to yeah, say it. Yeah, it, it, it took a really different tone. So I'm specifically talking about series one. Uh, May Martin, who is a comedian, kind of discovering their gender identity. And it's sort of, like, what's what's the word? When You know how like Ellen did a TV show and it was called Ellen, but it was fictionalized. So the character oh, is, that. yeah, that's what, that's where she kind of got big. But, <clears throat> so it's called, Sorry, everyone. <laughs> the character is May Martin in the show, but it's like a fictionalized version. Anyway, Lisa Kudrow's a supporting cast, brilliant, um, brilliant character. It's, it's really, really good quality, like British. They are Canadian. Um, but it feels something about it feels very British. And very, yeah. Very and much uh, enjoyed that. their co-star is the 
woman from Fresh Me and Ghost. Yeah, it looks exactly like Sam Howard. Oh, love you, Sam, if you're listening. Sam's too busy to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I'm going to go with Feel Good Season 1. And again, it Mm -hmm. didn't come out this Mm -hmm. year, but I just absolutely loved it. And it was uh, a time when Michael had gone to Newcastle or something, and I had the flat to myself, got myself a bottle of wine, loads of fish. (laughs) 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 I'm picturing like a bucket of trout. (laughs) Like you're a sea lion at sea world. Oh. Just, going like this. <laughs> just eating them whole and pulling the bones out <laughs> no I mean like because because he's not really into that kind of stuff and so I go to Waitrose for attention and buy I remember when you did this and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you spent like 48 quid or yeah something. I got an absolute shock in my life when I got to the tail because I was thinking oh I'm not going out anyway watched all of Feel Good and had a bath and just had a great night so that's TV show a bath with your fish <laughs> with me fish <laughs> had a bath of fish and then watched Feel Good. Just like Tillicum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Film of the year, please. My film of the year. So this was one I didn't know. When you asked me this, I didn't know if it was films that we've watched mm-hmm. that came out this year. Yeah, um, should have clarified. So I was thinking the only ones that I watched that came out this year with Sunny Candyman, which I thought was shit. Oh, Red Notice, which, don't bother, which I thought was shit. I did watch, this is really funny, me and my friends had been on a weekend bender. Mm. We were absolutely hammered all weekend. And then on the Sunday, we, oh, I say all weekend, we'd just gone to a bomb. It was all day Saturday, but it, it went on for a long time and we were not in good ways on Sunday. And um, my friend's boyfriend came over on the Sunday when we were like, it was hungover where, you know, you order food, you can't move, so you have to order a takeaway. We ordered our breakfast and when it came, I had a bite and then threw it in the bin. Oh, see, I've so never done that, you know. No. Oh, it was I was so unwell I'm always hungry and then uh, my friend's boyfriend uh, Gabe this is your boyfriend if you're listening um was <laughs> he's like a proper like ace ace or maybe he's a South London gazer and he and his favorite like genre of movies are Adam Sandler film <laughs> <laughs> and he really wanted to watch an Adam Sandler film and we were like oh fucking Adam Sandler film we can watch anything else and he's like my mum said that that sound of metal's good so we put on Sound of Metal, oh. and I'm not. It's it is an incredible film. Yeah, I've heard. But good it things. is the most depressing film I've ever seen in my whole life, and maybe because I was depressed because I was hungover and it was a Sunday, and he had to go and lie down in the other room. And when <laughs> when Gabe shouted through to him, she was like, "Are you all right?" He was like, "No." <laughs> she was like, Why? What's wrong? He's like, "I'm fucking fuming. Why does my mum recommend you that shit? I'm gonna rip her up." <laughs> and he was. So angry that he rang his mum to have a go. At I mean, quite, quite the opposite of an Adam Sandler film. Yeah, exactly. He really didn't know we got him. And it probably into. triggered you with uh, losing a sense. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Um, but so the best film that I've watched that didn't come out this year, and it was because I watched it in a cinema, mm. was Jaws. 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 I mean, I've obviously seen Jaws plenty of times before, but I've never seen it in a cinema. Yeah, I've only seen Jaws once and I was try- it was in a hotel on a tiny TV. So that might yeah. be in part of the reason, but I just, I wasn't fully into it and I felt terrible, especially as a film student. I mean, My yeah. favourite films are shark films. Do you like Sharknado? Yeah, love Sharknado. Uh, when Kim Richards gets squashed by the shark that unreal is my favorite shark film is the meg and my friend who works mm. Nina, who's a um 
an art producer for films, was offered a job on the Meg 2, but she turned it down for a better one. Oh, but, God, I wish I was in that position. I know, me too. I was like, take the Meg! <laughs> she was like, no, babe, there's a much better job. Directed by uh, Greta Gerwig. And I was uh, like, fuck Greta, get Greta on the Meg 2. Who? Yeah. Uh, Meg 2. Well, I'll need, to, I'll need to watch the Meg. I haven't seen the Meg. It's um, so good. My favourite film of the year was Petite Maman, <laughs> which is... Which means like I know I'm such a wanker. Little mother, I guess. Um, my favorite uh, director is Celine Siama, yeah, who who's a French portrait of Lady on Fire, yeah. Girlhood, all these. She's my favorite director. Absolutely love it. She writes loads of stuff about um kind of adolescent female experience, often mm-hmm. with a bit of a queer twist. But this one is our latest, and it's actually kind of a kids' film. It's only like 75 minutes long because she wants kids to be able to watch it. Oh, it's basically about it. this little girl who meets another little girl who's played by a twin and the twin is actually her mother <laughs> it's oh no sounds... don't like it don't like no, that. no, no it, it sounds really weird it's not sounds like it's... orphan no so it's nothing like that the <laughs> thing is and i went out I, I went to see it in the cinema with michael he's not a fan of subtitle stuff he's one of those people like, i don't want to have to read the film i'm like oh grow up um <laughs> but she did not and a after it so it's just fantastic oh my god i love that yeah and honestly it's it, it's really hard to describe like the way that i've just described it there sounds weird as anything but it's so good and so moving like oh does michael bit... enjoy it yeah he did he did he did oh, um it's fantastic and what's really annoying is it's got 99 percent on rotten tomatoes and it's got like 200 views one review is negative so annoying but yeah annoying. thoroughly recommend petite Um, Right, next question Favourite political disaster of the year I really, really thought about this And it Mm. it isn't a disaster But it's just, it was just mental And it was when the day that Vaccines were rolled out For the 30 and overs And they were talking to The Mm. reporters were waiting outside Matt Hancock's house And he came out and he was wearing an England football shirt Because I think it was during the Euros It was near the time of the Euros God, I forgot about this he went, so anyone over 30 can get the vaccine. So get out there and get the vaccine. And then he ran away. And I watched that clip maybe 800 times when it happened because I've never seen a more stressful run. Me and my cousin Eleanor play this game called Running or Just Running, where whenever we're like in a park or just out and about and we see someone running, we, we decide whether they're running as in running for their life or like running to catch a bus or running just like to the shops. Or just running, which is when you've like put on your leggings to go on a run. Right. And I still to this day don't know if Matt Hancock was running or just running. <laughs> I need to watch that again, actually. I'd forgotten about it. Because his run is so weird. He runs quite low to the ground. He like gets yeah. he's quite a long man, isn't he? But he gets he's, like quite a scotch. He's got a long top half. <laughs> and he's just a he's just a fucking creep. <laughs> Have you seen him trying to get um attention for having dyslexia recently? Like, sorry, don't you try it? That's he, he seems to be everywhere talking about his dyslexia. I'm like, don't oh. you try and just dis- dis- you know distract mm. us with your dyslexia? Yeah. Because we haven't forgotten. And actually, my favorite political disaster of the year was was him clasping the baton. Matt hand ass. Yeah. He's just I mean, I, I loved it. I love the memes that I mean, obviously it's terrible. I know it's terrible. But like the memes that came out when the EastEnders family were watching it on the TV, like there's a oh scene God, in really? EastEnders where Stacey and Max, I think, um, they kiss and it's on the TV and all the family's watching it and they changed it to Matt Hancock. I just really, just I can't believe anybody's <laughs> allowing that to happen. Um, and but I loved, I got so much joy from that. So if there's one thing I'm going to thank the Tory government for, it's it's well Matt Hancock. You know what, Matt? Well uh, done, Matt. You've earned my respect. You yeah, little prick. 
complete <laughs> utter buffoon. Just do you remember genius. when when it used to be Boris though? He used to do these kind of stupid things, and now yeah. he's just it's just like I don't even want to hear about him. Do you remember when yeah. he was in that? Where was he? he? Was in some like international court or something? I can't remember where he was, and he was calling someone. He was like, <sighs> "You." bunch of bubbling buffoons or whatever it was and everyone thought that was really funny and now he's our prime minister that's this is going to be matt hancock he's going to be our buttock clasping low to the ground running creepy laugh long torso oh yeah oh right let's move on from him um right celebrity moment of the year difficult one paul very very difficult but it has to be kim kardashian west wearing that t-shirt at the met gala oh my god that that featured as in is in my list as well did it did you think yeah, about i did think about that a fucking weird cultural moment yeah do you know i think what is actually my favorite moment is that her glam squad made up of mario whatever his chops is he's a maker her, her like lead makeup artist did a full face of makeup and then just that. yeah and then when because you know the theme was america yeah and nobody ever listens to the theme no nah. but the theme is american someone was like sorry kim what's american about yours and she's like i thought what's more american let me think of i can only really do courtney anyway she was like what's more american than a t-shirt <laughs> I <laughs> can think minute. of a few things. Literally, I can think of anything else. <laughs> What's more American than a t-shirt? This really, this compounds my theory that Americans think that America is planet Earth and every other country is a different planet. Yeah. And then they go and they're like, what is this weird custom? I bet Kim Kardashian thinks that in the rest of the world, we just are topless. Yeah, probably. Constantly. Oh God, what a legend. Uh, my birthday twin. So I've got to one of them's like schadenfreude and one of them's like happy for you mm-hmm. um i'll choose between them after i've told you what they are oh i know uh, yeah. i know what your second one is do you think um piers morgan getting sacked oh my that god was, that was this year oh my god i forgot about that and him having that tantrum talking about just the, the irony off. and the hypocrisy him storming off and was then it was, it was i had a check though but it was it was this year it was like march oh. um and him getting sacked I, I remember I was on a walk because that's all you could do back then uh with Anthony and Michael rang us and I literally like yippied in the street because I just thought it was so brilliant that they'd, they'd finally done it so yeah but then actually I think I'm gonna go for the nice one yeah which was what do you think Britney and of a concert oh my god it, Can... no but that oh. also nearly featured on my list yeah free oh. Britney the success of free Britney because I didn't think it was gonna happen because it just seemed like, oh, well, no, she's, she's tied into well, it. I'm sure it didn't happen. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> they were like, no, did. it's not happening. And then they were like, oh, wait, it happened. Um, oh, right, okay. No, I don't know. No, my positive ones Emma Raducanu winning the US Open. Oh, that was incredible. Fabulous. I really, that was just out of nowhere. And I'm, for listeners, I'm a massive, specifically women's tennis fan. Yes. I am obsessed with women. I'm very, you know, classic gay man in that I like the Academy Award for Best Actress and women's tennis. Um, I don't know what, I think it's just like powerful. Like I was, all, I would always choose the woman when I was playing fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love women, especially, and I just, I, I, anyway, I love tennis. Yes, Serena, got Serena up in my bathroom. I'm all right. I'm all right. Got Serena up in my bathroom. Actually, Sarah got me that for my birthday. Yeah. Um, so Emma Raducanu winning, and I think she's definitely going to win sports personality of the year as well. Do I mean, by, yeah, I think so. And by this time, we will probably know. I don't know when that's happening. Or maybe it's tonight. Well, I feel like it's a Sunday show, isn't it? Who else is nominated? Marcus oh, boring people. No, I don't think he is. Um, what's it called? Spotty. I know, but it's it's not for his sport and achievements, though. Mm, that's true. Do you know what I mean? 
Sports Personality of the Year. It is, it's live updates. And the first thing that came up was a picture of Emma Raducanu. She's going to win it. She's going to win it. Is expected uh, to win. Oh, Tom Daly, Tyson Fury, homophobe, Adam Peaty, Sarah Story, and Raheem Sterling. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be our Emma, I'm telling you. Um, so yes, that'll be my celeb moment of the year. Um, I've also really enjoyed watching her go from like 2,000 followers to the star of the world. Yeah. And all of these sponsorship deals. So jealous. Love it. Tension. Fucking mint. She won the US Open and then was it the day after got an invite to the Met Gala, which then happened yeah. the day after that. Just, uh, just, oh God, I love it. So quite luckily had Chanel being like, we'll dress you, babe. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got, and then she got signed by, oh, it's not Chanel. I think it is Chanel. So then she wasn't dressed in Chanel at the Met Gala. She, she was like dressed in some amazing, like, designer and then got signed oh, by another amazing signed. designer which is right. oh, okay oh gotta love it right next one song of the year my favorite song of the year well actually it was a whole album mm. and it was olivia rodrigo sour oh oh my god Where i forgot how how much we went into that i listened to that album when it came out on repeat and at first I was quite ashamed of it like I only listened to it with like secretive moments and now I put my speaker on and I really go for it and I think on the album obviously Driver's License was the first single but that actually came out during quite a depressive period so and it's a depressing song yeah and it really hammered it I think the first day I heard that song was maybe the day after one of the worst things ever happened to me in my life so I was like oh I might have to kill myself Mm. but good for you Good for you. What I'm sorry. A banger. What a banger. And that, when we were listening to that the night before your wedding, do you remember? Uh, yeah. yeah uh-huh. oh, take me back to that moment. Well, oh, so weird that you said that. Right. My favorite song of the year. We also listened the night before the wedding. My song of the year is <laughs> the Ukraine's Eurovision entry, Shum. Yes. I cannot enough of that song. I think it's absolutely sensational. Give us a sound bite. Oh, I've got a video of you dancing on the bed to that with your shirt unbuttoned. Oh, and we hammered. And then you jump off the edge of the bed and you just, you, you like scream off the edge of the bed as a, to an audience. And then you just <laughs> I mean, even when I'm sober, when I'm listening to music, I'm always performing the song. Me too. Yeah, obviously. Sometimes it's at work. Sometimes it's at like um, Madison Square Garden, just depending yeah. on how I'm feeling. Okay, right. Next one. Okay. Time, I want us to do our own version of Time Person of the Year because they chose Elon Musk and I'm like, no, thanks. So if you uh, worked for, t- apparently it's like, it doesn't need to be that they've done good things. It's just because obviously like Hitler's been Time Person of the Year before. Um, but I want it to be... So if we were co-editors-in-chief of Time magazine, who would be on the front of the mag? You do, you do yours first. Right. So mine would be, and sorry if this is cheating, but it's a joint award, but you'll see why. Whoever is behind Hunsnet and Love of Huns. Love of Huns. And there would be back-to-back with their arms folded. Oh, my um, God. That's surrounded genius. by memes. of Because they have, they bring me so much joy, even when it's like, the shittest thing has happened. Where like they're saying that there's going to be a two-week lockdown after Christmas. Well, might be in one right now. Um, mm-hmm. And the and they one of the, I can never know which is which. So apologies if if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Um, and 
there's a me and Michael actually during lockdown watched all of the original airline. Do you remember Airline? Love Airline. It was my favourite TV show as a child. Well, I'll tell you, there's a YouTuber. And again, I don't know how how he's got into it because he's about 17. And he he plays all of the Airline episodes and like narrates them. And then he managed to get one of the Airline people to come and talk to him. And there's this one where this woman's, (laughs) this woman misses our flight and she's got like a meeting in Barcelona in a couple of hours. And she's squeaking, like crying. Like it's Uh the weirdest crying I've ever heard. Um, well, Hunsnet or Love of Huns put that on as like everyone in Britain right now. It's just, I just think they just deserve more credit and I hope they're really rich. So I that's my really time I really want to know who they are. It does my nut. The amount of times I've Googled who is Love of mm. Huns. Yeah. Who's yours? My time person of the year is me. Oh. <laughs> I. Love it. Come on, tell tell us why. Well, Paul, I've just had a bad time. Mm. But I've also just done things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You've done I it. I really done think it. I've had the year that a time person of the year would have. Yeah. Like, I, I went agree. To your wedding and I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet here, but I think I, I held that wedding together. You did. You did. I was both the the DJ. Mm-hmm. For the ceremony, the yes. photographer. Yep. The <laughs> Michael's man referred to you as the photographer today. You joking? <laughs> so who are you going to see in Edinburgh again? And I was like Sarah, and she went, "You mean the, the, who's that again? The photographer?" <laughs> well, there you fucking go. That's how good those pictures were. Uh, Kate Hudson in Ten Things I Hate About You is what you were at the wedding. Yeah, I did. Uh, that's that is gorgeous yellow dress. That I was no, like, no, not at all. It was bloody like Kate Hudson. Stunning. Do you know what I mean? And now I've got COVID just before Christmas. I deserve to be on that cover naked. Yeah, fuck Elon Musk, man. Get Sarah Hopkins. Imagine if you were the editor, editor in chief of Time Magazine. You put yourself as Time Person of the Year. That's that is big reading for attention energy. Person of the Year is me. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Perfect answer. Um, Okay, well, going on from that, what's the most attention-seeking thing you've done this year? Um. So I was at like a housewarming party in summer. It was less of a party and more of just like a chilled games night. And I have a version of Trivial Pursuit um, that I own, but it's a naughty version. So everything. I thought you were going to say a naughty version. Oh, God, I wish. Oh, I remember playing that with you. And yeah. And the thing is, is that the answers, the questions are as difficult as the ones in the traditional edition or the original mm. edition but the but the answers it's all happened since the 2000s and I was born in 95 so yeah, perfect I know more of the answers than I know for the other edition anyway we were playing that game and I was playing it with a few people that have played me at Trivial Pursuit before so they wanted to be on my team mm. and I could not have it could not have gone more catastrophically for me. I didn't get a single answer right. My teammates were like, what the fuck is going on? You you say you're dead good at Trivial Pursuit. I didn't get a single answer right, so I drank to get myself through. Mm. I drank, I think I drank something like two bottles of wine and Ugh. a few beers. And then there was this one guy on another team who kept getting, he got every single answer right. I've never known anything like it. He should be, he should actually be on Eggheads or something. Anyway, mm. He was getting all of the attention and I was not happy about that. So then 
halfway through, I just stood up and did a handstand. Oh my God, I remember the voice not the next morning. And then I fell on my head and I gave myself a concussion. Mm. I woke up the next morning with a raging hangover. My eyes were swollen, practically closed. That's your picture on my contacts. Well, you could have survived, isn't it? Because then I threw up five <laughs> times, like just consecutively five times, which like I don't do. I don't throw up the morning after a night out. So I was obviously very unwell. But I thought um, it was my friend's birthday party the next day. And I was like, I should not go to this party. I need to stay at home. But I thought I'm never going to have attention like this again. I need I've got a concussion and I need to go to this party so I went to the party and everyone was like because I, di- I didn't look well like I looked like I needed to be in hospital and I was like, are you all right and I was like yeah, yeah I've just got a bit of my concussion they were like, um you know what I've just remembered who alerted you to the fact that you had concussion yeah I think it was you yeah it was me because you said oh, I've been sick I'm never sick I'm like well you've probably got concussion <laughs> yeah and then she was like have you hit your head and I was like yes <laughs> very very hard with the oh, full God. weight of my body just, on top of it I just I feel extreme extreme amounts of empathy and I, I it really resonates I've, I've done things like this before and I, yeah. I just know how your mind works that was attention seeking it wasn't it wasn't um like I didn't do it to be funny do you know what I mean no, I, no. but I did I did get attention for it well it's worth it then in my opinion a concussion yeah. that's a small price to play isn't it small price to pay (laughs) swollen eyes um yeah i mean on my find my friends thing it's just a picture of your bulging eyes (laughs) it do you know what it did make doing my eyeliner that day dead easy (laughs) (laughs) protruding yeah they were so close to i was just like brilliant um i mean this is quite a short answer but i think the most attention i mean other than the podcast obviously yeah um it's just getting married i think yes the wedding I i did that well, civil partnership. I don't know what to say. Our formation, we've talked about this before. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, a huge, and I think a huge proportion of it for everyone is, is attention. But there was just one moment the- where every, like, 100 people were in a room and I thought, they're literally all here to watch me, like, sign a piece of paper. It's just an excellent way to get attention. And I, now I know why, like, Georges Gabor got married nine times. Yeah, Because I've just married. never felt so fulfilled as an attention seeker when everyone just wanted a piece of me on that day listen though Classic. I know that you're giving it really big bollocks now that the day has been and gone because you, you had the attention and you can look at it with the rose tinted glasses of nostalgia uh. but I do remember on the day of your formation going into your and Michael's hotel room before the uh. ceremony and you were but it was one of like the most worrying sights of my life just because I've never seen because I don't know if, if you've if you dear listeners have been able to um gauge the dynamic of mine and Paul and Michael's relationship by now but it's very much the case that Paul and Michael are the ones that have their shit together <laughs> and I do not and I've never seen you two as out of control and it doesn't mean I'm not saying they were like lashing around the room or like thrashing about, but they were both sitting in these two chairs by the window, looking out, dressed in their suits, which were beautiful. <laughs> Even saying it now is making me want to cry. Drinking a glass of champagne in just complete silence. And I remember walking in and I was like, hiya. And you both just turned and looked at me silently. And I was like, oh my God, the shit is it? Well, we're, we're both having like existential crisis. I looked uh, at Mike and I was like, what? 
number one, what are we doing? And number two, why are we doing this? Like, what, what what's going on? How have we got ourselves here? It was <laughs> Do I even want to do this? I felt sick. And because we well, didn't then do I any... started to feel sick. Yeah. Anthony burst into tears. It was, and it was, it was carnage. To cry. Oh my God. It was absolute carnage. And because we weren't doing anything traditional, we obviously stayed together the night before. Mm. Which, by the way, was that time when I was dancing on the bed, which if I had to choose a moment of 2021, that would be it. Then yeah, when everyone was dancing on the bed. Um, but it was I felt physically sick. It was awful. Yeah. And then as soon as as soon as the ceremony was over, it was fine. But yeah. So anyone who's planning on getting married for attention, just just bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. Small price to oh. pay that because. Oh, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I just swizzled me thing. Around. Oh, you know what? I realized whenever we record this, we also get the video recorded. So we? yeah, so maybe I That's... can we can crop it together. That'd be a better thing to put on Instagram. Paul, look at the state of us, man. If we're gonna do that, I'm gonna have to stop putting makeup on before these. I, I know. Well, I'll 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 get approval before I put anything. Yeah. Um, right. So the final question I want to ask you, as this is a book podcast, is oh, right, yeah. your book of the year. I feel like so, I know the answer. Yeah, well, I think I know that I think I think what well, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I I'm male on this this result is not going to be good what do you mean it's new year's eve oh yeah god i'm recovered um <laughs> it's not your final question by the way but anyway oh is it not no that's ah, the question? final question okay um so the book that i read this year that was new that i enjoyed the most was of course damon galgut's the promise yeah i just absolutely loved it thought it was brilliant you know my thoughts and if you don't go back and listen to season one episode whatever of reading for attention mm-hmm. but at the start of the year i did as i so often do re-read my all-time favorite book which was a visit from the goon squad by jennifer egan and i read it in a day in the bath my god i've never um, read it poor it is sensational is it well, i don't know because i've recommended it to so many people and no one's ever taken me up on the recommendation do you know what that really fucking pisses me off everyone always asks me for book recommendations i'll recommend them something i said did you read that book and they're like oh no and i'm like well, do you know what don't bother wasting my time um but uh, yeah i will because i see that as a rule yes which so you know what follow. you're the only person who doesn't who i does took loads of your books when you moved out of you that did. flat and yeah, yeah, i lost yeah. a few of them but i read all of them i read yeah. atonement uh the outsiders outsiders i read i'm so glad you didn't give us your prized copy of the outsiders because that's one of the ones i lost um and i'm not a loser so i don't <laughs> no. know why that happened i think it's because i was moving house as well yeah anyway um yeah so a visit my, from the goon squad by a visit from Egan. the goon squad and yeah need to read that won the pulitzer 10 years ago in 2011 still a sensational book anyway what's your favorite book of the year so I thought I would do the same as you like a favorite book that's been on the podcast um and then a favorite book of the year my favorite book that was on the podcast I think was what should I I think Memorial you know and it's gonna be yeah I really liked Memorial I liked that it was partly set in Japan I liked the dynamic I liked that it was gay um I liked the way that it was exploring relationships yeah we've talked about it episode three I want to say Memorial (laughs) Um, but my favourite book of the year, again, didn't come out this year, it was Girl, Woman, Other. Yes, you loved that, didn't you? Oh, God, I thought it was absolutely, unbelievably brilliant. I, I, I fucking loved it. Bernadine Everisto also won, no, it won the Booker Prize, shared with Margaret Atwood. Yes, Which was, was a bit controversial because yeah. potentially the first black woman to win and they shared it with Margaret Atwood. Oh, um, 
And it's a book about nine, well, it's actually eight women and one one non-binary person who whose lives all interlink in one way or another. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's told over lots of generations. It actually goes to Newcastle at one point, which was very exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it got loads and loads of accolades, uh, but I just thought that was so genius the way that she she'd done that I don't know how how do these fucking people do it so annoying um but yeah so if you haven't read girl woman of the get it get it read uh what's the final question then so Paul as we embark upon oh yep 2022 Mm -hmm. which begins Mm -hmm. actually it's it's 2022 is in about 10 minutes now yeah oh my god we need to count down who am I gonna snog (laughs) Um, Matt Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is going to be yep. your New Year's resolution? It's not funny. It's just oh. a real one. Because mm. my friend Kirsty came to stay with us a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we live on a high street that's got loads of shops. And she said, oh, my God, you're so lucky. You've got a bakery. You've got bed shops. You've got all of these amazing places. Where do I shop? Fucking Sainsbury's for everything. Mm-hmm. So, and Costa, because I like get me Costa card thing, Costa points. So my New Year's resolution is to try and shop a little bit more independently. Kindle's not the, I, I realised, e God, I was at Christmas dinner with, with uh, a writing, the writing group that. Yeah. And um, one of them was saying, God, Amazon's just everywhere now. Because obviously they've got this salon in London, Amazon salon. They do credit cards now. Can you believe that? And I was paying for that meal on my Amazon credit card. And I was like, oh, I am just, I'm, I've been sucked in here. I've, I've, I'm nothing I buy is independent. So I'm really, I'm not going to promise that I'm never going to buy anything from Amazon again because mm-hmm. Prime is so fucking efficient, but I'm really going to try. That is a good resolution. Thank you. What's yours? So Drink more? <laughs> <laughs> the other day, Paul, my friend um, is applying for some jobs at the minute. And she said, please, will you just send me some of your past cover letters and cvs and stuff and i was like yeah absolutely will do and then i'm in a group chat with that friend and her boyfriend who's also one of my good friends and she posted she forwarded into that group chat a voice note that he had sent to her about me and it said and it said but you know this is how the voice note started but you know that sarah's is just gonna be hi I am Sarah. Sarah, 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 Sazzy. And he was obviously, she'd obviously said to him that she'd asked him, she'd asked me for my cover letter and CV. And that was his response. And then she'd forwarded it to me in our group chat to out him. And so my New Year's resolution, Paul, is to get an entirely new fucking personality. I thought you were going to say entirely new set of friends. That's the way I'd be good. Because <laughs> oh. they're not fucking wrong, are they? Yes. You can't be angry about the truth. I think you can be angry about the truth. <laughs> uh, no, I like it. No, just continue. I mean, what's going to happen to this podcast if you stop talking about yourself? Oh, we can just be about, about me. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. How funny is that, though? And then I was like... Um... I feel attacked by proxy. I know, I said, uh, oh my God, proxy's been my new, my word of the week. Oh, I like the word, I really just wanted to say the word proxy there. It's it's suitable given um, our yeah. current pandemic status. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I, 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 make, I made them sweat for a little while, I didn't reply. And then after about three hours, I just put, that's really hurtful. And then I didn't reply until the next day. Love that. I was Love just, that. they were panicking. 
Um, um, that's a great one. So, so I'm going to buy fresh veggies from a stall and you're going to change the core of who you are. Maybe I'll just undergo a frontal lobe lobotomy. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, I'll do that for you um, <laughs> next time I see you. Which is actually should be today because it's New Year's Eve, but we'll see how it goes. Oh my God, no. Um, do you know what? I'm coming. Yeah. Or as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio says in Wolf of Wall Street, because I will be there. I'm not fucking leaving. Oh, Santa Daddy. <laughs> right, well, that's it for our New Year special. Hope you uh, all enjoyed it. Obviously, you'll be listening to our party on, on New Year's Eve. I mean, yeah. to be fair, you actually might be because you might not be allowed to do anything else. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Yes, uh, uh, Happy New Year. I believe when we return next Friday. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I still haven't thought. Oh, no, we'll have thought of the drink. Yeah, next yeah. Friday we're going to be reading. This is a, a fan suggestion, actually, so it's neither mine nor Paul's. Yeah. And it's Absorbed by... Kylie Whitehead. Kylie Whitehead. Um, and the drink, Paul? Is a dry, 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 cold, 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 Pinot Pinot Grigio. Stunning. So yeah, email us in at readingforattention at gmail.com with your book recommendations, New Year's resolutions, any funny things that happened over Christmas while you were locked down with your family who were dead bored of giving you attention. You know the use. Yes, and follow us on Instagram too, reading for attention. Happy New Year, Sarah. Goodbye forever to 2021. Happy new fucking year. Mm. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.